Hey gang, welcome back to the Gill Athletics Connections podcast, where we bring you the stories of track coaches from around the world. I'm your host, Mike Cunningham, and it is my honor and privilege to bring you the stories of these great men and women. This week, I've got an awesome, awesome interview with Zach Ball of Towson State University. Now, in the podcast world, you record on one day, you may publish on another day. Uh, this one is one of those situations. So, was honored to interview Zach on Wednesday going into the Division I Indoor National Championships. Uh, you can tell from his tone and excitement, uh, there was a lot of expectations, high expectations on his athlete in the women's shot put, which was to be contested on Friday. So two days later, uh, we were both just super excited to see how this young lady would perform uh, as Towson's first indoor national qualifier uh, Emotions were high. Expectations were high. I'm now recording this intro on Friday, and we're supposed to be seeing her compete tonight, right? Well, as you probably know, unless you're maybe hiding underneath a rock, uh, the 2020 Indoor National Championships for NCAA Division One, Division Two, and Division Three were all canceled due to the coronavirus uh, threat that we have going on right now. Completely gutted for all the athletes, their coaches, uh, the programs. You know, this affects so many people, uh, parents, uh, the workers of these facilities, um, the NCAA workers. People that have put in so much time, effort, money into these, to hosting these supreme top track and field meets. So was unbelievably ready to tell you how great she did or <laughs> just, uh, you know, what a wonderful experience she had and unfortunately uh, was not able to have that experience. So um, kind of bittersweet as you listen to this interview, uh, a lot of expectation. I'm sure this same ex- expectation was from around uh, the coaches in this country. Everybody was ready and pumped, uh, ready to put on a show and perform. And unfortunately, uh, well, we have to wait till 2021. So in the meantime, Please enjoy this awesome interview. So humbled Zach Ball would sit down to me. The wise and wonderful Zach Ball. Yeah, I'm not very original. So we just roll right into it. So, cool, cool man. Uh, so we're going here. Uh, hey, thanks for, for joining me, Zach. Yeah, absolutely, uh, absolutely. Th- this is exactly what I was hoping when I started this podcast. So we are literally in my hotel room <laughs> in Albuquerque that's right, that's right. Uh, at NCAAs, which uh, you just told me this is this is fascinating. What a great season. Uh, you just, uh, this is your first, is this Towson's first indoor qualifier? Yeah, yeah. So we, um, we've had a few outdoor qualifiers. Mm-hmm. Um, we had one in the Hammer a couple years ago and then um, a lady in the Javelin back in like 05 to 08, mm-hmm. somewhere in that range, and, and maybe one or two more, but we've never had one indoors, so wow. so it's pretty cool to, to make some history, and yeah. obviously, so we're pretty pretty excited about it, and Absolutely. see what we can do down here. And what, so is this a weight thrower, is this your? Uh, shot putter, yep, shot so that's one of mine, yep, so she, uh, wow. she's got a pretty interesting story, she was a 38, 39 foot shot putter out of high school, and um, this is her fifth year. Last year, she actually had surgery, broke her foot. Holy so she, crap. she was out all year and um, literally no meets, really no training, just trying to get healthy, get right, and has just been out of vengeance this year. So A lot to unpack there. First of all, she was a 38-foot <laughs> High school shot, shot putter. putter. That's right. 
what is she tall? She's like six two. She <laughs> is probably five six, five seven. So Holy she's cow. she's a little shorter, but yeah. she's got a big big motor, and you know she's got some pretty good determination, and her work ethic is just off the charts. That's key, so, right? Yeah, that's yeah. that's over half the battle. Yeah, so you'd be a great coach, and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's she's definitely come a long way, and you know, so we're excited about, about her being here, yeah. representing us. So, and you mentioned. Um, Last year, she broke her foot? Yeah, she. I think it was a ligament or something. It actually, I had gotten to the job in September, and probably two weeks before I started, um, they had kind of made a decision to have the surgery, and she'd be out for the whole year, so she redshirted all year, um, you know, watched as... Um, another one of my athletes who's pretty good broke her record. So, oh. <laughs> um, and so now I have both of them this year, which has been a lot yeah. of fun. And, um, you know, and so she's just just been ripping it through. So uh, her two years ago, her PR was 1579 indoors, and this year she's thrown 1675. So. Well, what's that in English? I, you know, I've yeah. coached in 15 years now, <laughs> by the way, which just makes me an old man. I know. Uh, so I've completely lost the metric. Metric, what's yeah. Um, so her You're previous the PR, I know, I'm the total opposite. Her previous PR was probably around 52 feet, and this okay. year she's thrown 55, 56, something like that. I don't know the exact That's feet awesome. off the metric. So, yeah, it's been awesome for her. Who was your predecessor? Who was the throws coach? Uh, Jeff Rebeltz. Uh, he, yeah. He, uh, yeah, he did a great job. He's at Illinois State now. Right. Um, you know, he got um, a hammer thrower to uh, to nationals a couple yeah. years afterwards. And, you know, just really, you know, took Lauren to the next level. And so just been able wow. to come in and take what he did and keep it going. So That's awesome. Yeah. And you Were you, I mean... What kind of emotions did you have? So you start this job in town. You come from Northwood, another yep. great throws history program there. Yeah. And uh, and you know your your stud. I'm doing air quotes there. Yeah. Right? Uh, you know, is out for the year. Of course, of yeah. course. Um, you know, it was definitely interesting. Um, you know, we also had. Um, you know, it's good when you have a couple studs. Mm. So um, I have another young lady named uh, Michaela. She's also a senior this year. Okay. Um, she's a twenty uh, sixty-seven nine weight thrower. A fifty-three foot shot putter. Yeah. Um, so she threw over sixteen thirty this year, and wow. uh, just threw twenty sixty-six or twenty sixty-seven right. at ECACs, which was school record, meet record. Uh, she's Italian, so she meet broke record. the Italian national record with that throw. So, <laughs> oh, cool. so she, um, you know, came in last year as a transfer from South Alabama, and okay. so. Yeah. Um, you know, she did a lot of great things and yeah. broke foreign school records that she had um, had. And so so, these two are just battling. Yeah, back it's and it's forth, a pretty. Yeah. Uh, the, the, our school has been calling it kind of my two headed monster. So <laughs> yeah. in, in the shot put, and so right. um, you know, but we we have a lot of great girls. You know, this yeah. year we were uh, the number six. Uh, weight throw squad in the whole country with the U.S. TFCCA rankings. I love that they started that. That's probably yeah, year too. five or so it's, now. I think they started it my first year out of college. Yeah, so I think okay. that was 15, 16, something like that. I think that. that's super cool. It, it gets is. a little bit away from the team aspect, yes. of, you know, but it is kind of like, okay, well, here's the best weight throw team, yes. the best long jump team. I really, it's interesting because of the depth side of it. Yeah, know? yeah, and I like because it, you know, it shows, you know, a lot of schools have really good kids and, you know, but it gives, you know, maybe mid-majors that don't get a ton of, mm. you know, love all the time, right, but, you know, right. it shows that we were deep. I mean, we had yeah. four girls over 18 in the weight this year and three wow. of them were over 1933, so pretty pretty good girls. And and, and where, where is Townsend located? It's in yep. Maryland. Maryland, yep. yep. We're about 10 miles north of the Inner Harbor in Baltimore, so. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. so it's kind of, you know, just enough away from the city where, yeah. you know, we don't get crazy traffic, oh, but yeah. it's, it's 
a great place, and yeah. um, you know we definitely love it there and everything it offers. So. Yeah, yeah. And most of your kids from that area. I mean, it's a big area to recruit. Yeah, um, Lauren's actually from the state of Maryland, so yeah. it's pretty cool to you know stay in the state mm-hmm. and, and all that. Um, but we have a lot of girls from PA, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, Michaela's Italian, so um, she actually is from London as well, that's where her mom lives, so she's wow. she's got a very interesting story too. That's but, pretty cool, yeah. Yeah, so a lot of, uh, you know, from within the area, mm-hmm. you know, Virginia, PA, New Jersey, just kind of all the bordering states, and, and right. Maryland, of course. So. Well, I mean, the population density there is amazing. Off the so charts. A lot, of, a lot of good athletes, <laughs> yes, yes, regardless tons. of sport, yeah. So, you know, and again, congratulations for getting, uh, what's the young lady's name here? Uh, Lauren. Lauren, Lauren Coleman, yep. This is, I say this every time I can, the, in, the D1 Indoor National Championships, hardest meet to make. 100%. Maybe in the world. I know the Olympics is tough, and I know the trials is tough. Yes, yes. Holy cow. This yeah. meet, every year, it's amazing. And I walk away saying, it, it'll never get better. Like, there'll be a down year the next year. Right. And, it just and then the next year is amazing. You know, last year, in the span of, what, two hours, there were, you know, how many world records. And right, right. Whatever. It's crazy. So, I mean, to get a kid here, regardless of event, is of course unbelievable. Yeah, no, it was, you know, we were... You know, she's had a great year and kind of her last four weeks of the season, um, you know, it's just keep throwing farther and farther and farther. And what's cool is we actually came down to Albuquerque four weeks ago for mm. um, the Don Kirby meet right. in hopes of getting here, getting in the facility and, you know, being back. And so that's where she threw her PR. And so oh. she got to throw there. She also competed at USA's that same weekend. So to have kind of that experience yeah. for both of those she, she you know so she has a lot of good, good feelings about this yes place. yes i told her like even when we got off the plane we came out of the same gate and like i'm in the same <laughs> i'm in the same hotel room that i was yeah. in last time so like just both of us are feeling pretty comfortable right now Man. So, so it's a good feeling <laughs> we lose the sometimes the the psychology side of it it's all yes. about you know the strength and the technique but there is uh, absolutely some positivity feelings on how kids perform or don't perform. Absolutely. And, yeah. you know, that's one thing she's done a great job is she's just, you know, she, she's just very, you know, just normal all the time. And she doesn't yeah. get too high. She doesn't get too low. Ooh, that's a good trait. She stays really focused. And she usually tells me to calm down when I get too excited. Yeah. So, I, was like, I could learn from yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. I know. Yeah. yeah. So she, she's, she's been great. And so, like I said, we're excited that's... she's here to represent herself and yeah. the school and us. and. What's her major? Uh, so she actually is in uh, MBA right now. So she, holy crap! Yeah, so she's in grad school. She graduated last year with her bachelor's, and wow, um, she's got like a three point seven, three point eight GPA in her in her master's right now. So it doesn't surprise me that a kid that accomplished athletically yes. also has it all together. It seems. Uh, yeah, no, she <laughs> like she did an internship with the NCAA last summer, oh. um, like a, some type of camp or something. Yeah, and so she's someone that you're gonna see probably the NCAA president someday or something right. like that. Dang, she, I was about to say. Maybe we need to hire her, you, but if she's, might, if she's, she's going into the like, president, <laughs> she's, she's passed she, She's pretty awesome, so she's going to be really successful. That's in life, really so, cool. Yeah. And, uh, so take a step back from yep. NCAA's. You guys also compete in the ECAC. I, I, I don't know much about the ECAC, IC4A. Yeah. But you guys, as a team, won it. We did. We did. We just won it on Sunday. So. Wow. And what was crazy is we won it, and Lauren didn't even go because we were preparing for this. So. We won it without essentially. That's our, ten our, plus points. Oh yeah, and she's wow. You know, that's number one shot putter uh-huh. and probably top three in the weight throw mm-hmm. that. So, um, so how how many teams? Tell me about the ECAC. Yeah, of course. It's a big like. 
I, I have this vision, like it's like 50 plus teams or yep, something? Yep, right. it okay. absolutely is. Um, I don't know how many teams actually went to the meet, mm-hmm. but I know 47 teams scored at the meet. So, okay, yeah. Um, so probably 50, 60, maybe right. a little more. So um, wow. it's, you know, all the Division One schools for the most part on the East Coast. Okay. And, um, last year was the, um, we got third, and that was the first time um, we ever, uh, you know, ranked that high. Right. And so we felt pretty good about this year and, you know, wow. and, and the weight throw, we got 21 points and wow. we scored 21 points in the 60 and right. we had a pole vaulter, a hurdler, a 200 shot put. So wow. we were, you know, triple jumper. So kind of had a lot of Dude. different areas covered. So what, uh, and is that in lieu of a conference? Is that your conference meet or is there? A- yeah. So the, our, our conference is the Colonial Athletic Association, yep. okay. but they don't um, sponsor an indoor conference. So it's, you know, it's the week before NCAs is the ECAs, so that's kind of our that's indoor conference, conference meet. But like I said, because NCAs with Lauren, like, sure. we're, like we're focusing on that, we want to get right. her ready for that. So to go out up the, I was up at Boston at BU and to go up there. And is that where it's at, was at BU? Yep, yep. Oh, man, I was just up there like two weeks ago. Yeah, there yeah. you go. <laughs> I interviewed uh, their head coach, Gabe Sanders. Oh, yeah, of course. Gabe, great. Yeah, awesome, well. yeah. Yeah, I got the interview. Yeah, they're, they're doing some good things up they there. They are, yeah. Um, so, so yeah, it was fun to get up there. And, and that was the first time Towson's won the ECAC. Ever, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, last year I said third was our highest finish yeah. ever, and then this year we, we won it. So. Wow. And who, who's the head coach at Towson? Uh, Mike, Mike Jackson. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. so he was right. at uh, Raymond Pearl College yep. for, I think, 10 years, something right. like that. And this is his fifth or sixth year at Towson yeah. now. and. Um, he's just an incredible person, an incredible yeah. leader, and you know, just really allows me to just kind of control my group and do right. what I do, and you know, helps me as much as he can along the way. So, right. Wow. He's man. he's taken Towson a long way awesome. in a very short amount of time. How, how big of a school is Towson? Yeah, we're we're a state school, so we do have I think we're at twenty three thousand something like that. Oh so, wow! So it's pretty big, and it's kind of growing exponentially right. Um, right. in the last. I think five or six years, it's twi- uh, enrollment's gone up like five to seven thousand people or something crazy like that. So hmm. it's constantly growing. There's construction everywhere, and right. building and expanding. So it's it's, it's pretty cool to be what, a part of. What's it cost to go to school there? In-state tuition, I want to say, is about ninety five hundred something like yeah, that. Okay. Um, and then out of state, I will. I, Gonna ballpark at yeah, like sure. eighteen, maybe something like yeah, that. So it's, it's not. That's a, not. Sadly, bad. that's not bad. I know, right? It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, it's a great, great place to be, and definitely fortunate that Mike gave me the opportunity, and yeah. um, you know, allowed me to come out of Division Two, and you know, right. come to Division One and have that experience. Well, and, so you said coming out of Division Two. Yep. And, you know, uh, outside looking in, now there's a lot of great coaches that will, will listen to this and the, the smart ones know oh yeah they all, like there may be a division one division two and even of course a division three but yep. especially in the throws there is some major compatibility oh, yeah. <laughs> to oh, that. Yeah. so before Towson you coached at Northwood yep. in Michigan yep correct uh, and they either are or were in the same conference as the Ashland they still and, are yep. oh, okay because yep. there was some Split right, Finley. Yeah, Finley, Tiffin, yeah. Walsh, um, Malone, schools like that. They all went to the GMAC conference uh-huh. in Hillsdale, and so they all kind of split there. Okay. And so, but Northwood stayed in the GLIAC. So, so who's all in the GLIAC still? Ooh, it's uh, Ashland, Northwood, oh, okay. Saginaw Valley, Grand, oh, yeah. Grand Valley State. Oh yeah, um, man. You know, some some pretty pretty big powerhouses yeah. there. Uh, 
Ferris State, um, Northern Michigan, Lake State, Michigan okay. Tech. So teams that are constantly at the top top of the rankings right. and constantly have tons of kids going to nationals. So right. it's, that it's, conference used to be unbelievable. It doesn't sound sound like it maybe got a little easier. A but little still, bit, but it's still pretty, pretty high. And, yeah, 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 yeah. It's 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 a great conference. And, right. Um, you know, obviously, I went to Ashland, so yeah. Um, you know, compete competing uh, for Judd and then right. competing against Judd in the same conference. Oh. Well, you, you know, know, it's his fault. He creates he too did. many good That's throwers right. that become good coaches. That's and right. <laughs> That's right. So it's a good thing, you know. Yeah. His, and I definitely want to get to Ashland and Judd because I think so much of Judd. Absolutely. Uh, so but let's start with Northwood and then work back. How long were you at Northwood? Uh, I was there for three years. Hmm. Um, I started part-time, you know, making hmm. nothing as most coaches start off and um, was a program that had had a few national qualifiers here and there. Hmm. But I came in, I think there was six throwers, five throwers. And, um, you know, by the end of three years, we had like 12 to 14 throwers. Um, I had broken almost every school record there. And, well, now, that was a Decent little throws program. Yeah, so like I said, they, to they break those school records. They had a lot of people that were like top end, but mm-hmm. the depth was just never there. Sure. And so to be able to create that depth and you know become have kids become all Americans and right. get the nationals and tons of provisional marks. Yeah. So it was a great place to kind of go in and start my own you know kind of thing. And, right. And I knew if I could compete with Judd. Not beat him, but just compete with yeah. him. That I was, you know, maybe this was the job for me as right. a coach. So, was, did, did you know you always wanted to be a coach, or did that kind of come late, or was it um, your last resort? Or <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, you know, obviously at Ashland, you know, Jed has tons of throwers, and so, you know, he likes to, you know, rely too on a lot of the older guys helping out the younger kids to get them ready, hmm. and. Um, you know, they do tons of camps, things like that. So, like, I was always involved with that and always involved coaching, you know, at the camps and helping, you know, my younger teammates and things like that. And just kind of as the years went on, it just kind of, like, hit harder and harder, and I liked it a lot more. And I was like, you know, this guy wears sweatpants and a T-shirt every day to work. <laughs> There's the draw. <laughs> you know, so that, that, that was the one right there. Sure. And, you know, but got, got to be, you know, paid to be in track and field all the time, which I thought was just crazy. Right. So. Um, you know, I interned with Judd okay. my last year and just kind of watched from behind the scenes some of that stuff. And it just, you know, I knew this is, is kind of what I think I wanted to do. And yeah. after a few years at Northwood, I know there was no turning back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're five years into the career. Now. That's right. That's right. What, so, what was your, you were exercise science? Yep, major? exercise science. What um, did you think before the light bulb kind of turned up for coaching? What, what did you think? Yeah, I mean... Like strength conditioning, obviously, and I think those kind of almost go hand in hand, um, you know, or being exercise physiologist, stuff like that, but just working with some type of athletes, some type of sport, it's stuff I definitely enjoy, so, but then I was, you know, when I could kind of move into coaching, I was like, this is perfect, you know, so. Did, uh, you went to high school in Ohio. Yep. Were you, obviously you did track, of course. Of course. Any other sports? I uh, played football yeah. um, when I was younger, did basketball, did mm-hmm. wrestling. I actually used to race four-wheelers. So, really? Um, you know. Well, well, t- tell me more about that. Yeah, that's, it's, well, my dad did it for forever and um, got us into it when we were probably 10, that month, gosh, even probably less than that. And, right. Um, ended up being pretty good at that actually. Like, like organized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was four wheel uh, racing. Yeah, yeah, four, yeah. At like really? like uh, big dirt tracks and things like that. Um, hmm. And so at the age of like eight, nine, ten, I, I couldn't even tell you how old I was. Like 
I had won some, it was either the Federations Championship or the state thing. I, I, it was a long time ago, yeah. but, but I was pretty good at it and something that, you know, I got to travel a little bit with that and really? some good experience kind of outside of regular sports. But um, I think that kind of started, you know, just the toughness and stuff like sure. that. And are, are these normal, like, if I go buy a four-wheeler from... The four wheeler store, so yeah, like, not yet. that kind, or were these modified? Pretty, pretty modified. Like okay. I said, they I was pretty young at the time, so they were the smaller ones, oh, but okay. you right. know, definitely my dad was the mechanic on everything, and oh, so he yeah, knew how to soup them up to you know, whatever the regulations were right. and, and all that stuff. So it was, yeah, it was cool. I mean, you know, like I said, we got to meet a lot of different people, go yeah. around a lot of different places, and hmm. um. You know, once I got into like football and track and basketball wrestling, I just kind of phased out of that. And, and so my brother still does it now. He's three years younger than me. So okay, still races. Yeah, he did. So, so he's twenty something and still races. So is he on like the pro am circuit? Oh, uh, it's just kind of like a, I guess amateur type of thing, local yeah. tracks and stuff. I don't think it's anything crazy. It's kind of yeah. like an outlet for him and something yeah. he enjoys and um, you know something that you know. Maybe get out of the house for a few hours, yeah. go tear up the track, and come home. You, you must have to be, you talked about your dad's mechanic yep. intuition. You must have to be a pretty good mechanic because you got to fix those things on the fly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did all that. that that's, you that's, didn't get into that side of it? Not, not at that age, at right. least. I mean, you know, I can fix things around the house here and there, but you're not going to see me tearing apart a car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ditto. You know. uh, that's good handiwork for a throws coach, too, because yes. you know, all the implements and the now that's what things you can do. My, yeah. my girls call me like a mad scientist sometimes <laughs> because I'm just sitting there and putting everything together right. and trying to make different implement sizes right. or lengths or whatever it may yep. be, so yep. depending on what we need. So. Some of our top innovations comes from throws coaches. Oh, yeah. You can do so much more with that than, say, a starting block yeah, or exactly. a, a pit and things like of that. Of course, right. of course, yeah, absolutely. So let's get into, you went to to throws mecca you yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, why, why did you choose ashland it's a really funny story so um my senior year i threw 170 some feet in the discus yeah. and um i worked with a guy named mark valenny mark is um he was used to be a professional highland games athlete um, he's real wow. close with Judd and with Adrian, uh, uh now Wilson, Adrian, and, yeah. um, formerly blew it. And yeah. so Great he person. had sent multiple people to Ashland before and, um, kind of did like, I don't want to say personal training, mm-hmm. but kind of was like one of the first people to start like the sports training in the area. Like with a club type? Or kind of just like lifting and throwing okay. and all that stuff. And so after I threw that, he kind of got me in touch with Judd and, mm-hmm. and I went on a visit there and, um, and, and Judd will tell you this too, at the time he was like, I just don't know if I have a spot for you. Like, you know, we have a million throwers. And How many coaches would like to be in a spot where a 170 foot thrower from the disc store comes in and you're like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you know, and so, but you know, I, I sent him an email a, a little bit later and, and I was like, hey, like, I don't know why, I just have this gut feeling I need to go here, I need to come throw for you. And, wow. Um, you know, and so he let me on, because I, I got recruited by nobody. In Is that school. right? Yep. Really? No phone calls, no nothing. And I mean, you're in a, you know, Ohio's a great area, Midwest in general, but yes, Ohio, yes. lots of great throwers, lots of great throwing schools. Yes. We mentioned a bunch of the D2 programs yes, that are right there, yes. but also the MAC is right there. there a bunch of great throwers come out Absolutely. of the MAC. And of course, the Big Ten, et cetera. But I'm surprised by that. Yeah, I mean, I think like, like I'm not that old at all, but like just YouTube wasn't huge at the time. Sure. And just yeah. like, I didn't reach out to anyone. And I think, you know, mm-hmm. I was from a very small school and, mm-hmm. um, 
yeah, it just didn't happen, and um, and so which was fine, you know. Obviously, it was a blessing in disguise, yeah, right, right. Um, you know. And so I got the opportunity to, to go to, to Ashland. And so you walked on to Ashland. I did. Wow. I did. Yeah. Um, I was a All American before I had a scholarship. So, but you know, really? it's just um, in the ham. I just assumed hammer. Yeah, the way the way the Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but you know, it, it it was something where. You know, I came in and the first four to six weeks was very rough and I How's did that? not know what I got myself into with training and just the intensity or the volume? All of it. Yeah. <laughs> and and just, who knows Judd answered that yeah, same question the same way, all of it. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and just my mind but my mindset wasn't there. I was kinda like I had a, a bad edge to me and mm-hmm. um, maybe a, like you know, when people were telling me stuff I wasn't responding how I should and stuff like that. Did, and, did you come in with a, an attitude of like I'm good, so I'll be able to fit in, or more of like just a kind of a rebel, like didn't I think, really understand that. Yeah, I think next kind of like, personal responsibility. Yeah, I think the rebel, and you know, it was just, I think a lot of people thought it was not a great fit, and I wouldn't last. And mm. um, you know, the last week of fall conditioning, the, the last day, literally, I just had. We were doing Tabatas, and if no one knows what that is, mm. it's. 20 seconds of as many reps as you can and then 10 seconds off and then 20 seconds again and you do that for it's in the weight room yeah in okay. the weight room workout and it's like for like four to five minutes it's it's hard <laughs> yeah it sounds it's and and so um did a workout there was not good and then um kind of i did it again because it wasn't good the first time and everyone kind of rallied around me and whatever happened in that moment just kind of made me change my thought process and and from there you know, it was just, it was just different, I guess. And, and I bought into everything that Jed said, yeah. and the program and, you know, just the amazing teammates around me. And, right. You know, it, it's just, it, it, I try to explain it to people. And yeah. as you know, like, it's just a different place that you don't understand how special Ashland is yeah. until you're there. And, and, and I appreciate you saying that. And while I know some, yes. I still can't, you know, right. although I'm kind of getting this this picture I remember someone shared a video of the weight room yes and it was this combination of WWE yep <laughs> um, uh, who's the big motivational speaker guy mm-hmm. you know I mean like almost to the point and I was never an athlete close to what you and those guys are never even close but I've been in some what I thought were intense right situations of coach whether when I was a coach or when right, I was right, an athlete right. it was just a 15 second clip of a uh, squat PR yep. attempt <laughs> and it was like like I remember it was on Facebook and I remember commenting going and I don't work out at all anymore. <laughs> and I remember commenting going I want to go squat right now because of this like yeah, it was part just, of me thinks I almost know exactly right yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm wondering about. if you did yeah <laughs> but it just seemed like this like if you can't if that can't motivate if you can't get self-motivated exactly not only right. what the coach was not only what Judd was doing that's one part of it of course you have to have a ringleader yep but there has to be the circus still has to buy into it, of right? Course, of and course. Everybody in that video, there was not a single person, there was a lot of people in oh, this yeah. video. There was no one who didn't look like they weren't bought in. Everybody looked like not only that they were bought in, but that they cared mm-hmm. if that person actually made the attempt or not. Yep. And that and that person did make it, and of course it was, you know, mayhem of oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, it really felt like if the alternative had happened, if that kid had not made it, that everybody would have been bummed. Like yep. it would have personally hurt everybody. Yeah, yeah, you know, and it's like Ashland in itself and the throwing what Jed has created is special, but 
the weight like the weight room is just a whole nother level. I mean, like when we had max out days, when when I mean even just a normal low volume training day, like it was just always loud music, mm-hmm. people screaming, like <laughs> like there was nothing but just mayhem all the time. But that's that's why they're so we're so good all the time, right. and they're still so good and right. you know doing what they do. It's just you know it's. You go into that program, you go in every day knowing you need to be the best because if you're not, let alone somebody else in the in the nation, your teammate is going to pass you because sure. that's, you know, I mean, it, it, it's just, I, I can't say enough about it. And what, what is the secret sauce? The, you know, the judge. <laughs> I, mean, I, right? mean, yeah. I mean, that's it. You know, and shout I, out to Judd Logan right now. Yeah, of course. People that know, you know, he's going through health issues. Yes, and, yes. And, and, and someone else said this, again, I saw it through social media, they said if anybody can be cancer it's this guy yeah it literally was the most like you hear that in a raw raw side for right, different right. people that have, have been afflicted with that uh that horrible disease when it was said about judd and the little that i know about judd, i mean i know judd a tenth, not even a tenth of what you know <laughs> you know and i was like oh yeah, yeah. like yeah of course like yeah yeah he's fine like, he's gonna be good like yeah he's gonna kill this thing you know yeah, yeah. and that's exactly what it was and it was like you know when all that kind of happened and i think it was about a year ago when it when it all mm-hmm. kind of came to that's um, right you know, out or whatever, and, you know, at first you're like, man, this is crazy, but then you're like, if anyone is going to probably break records and beat this the fastest, it's him, and right. he has, right. you yeah. know, and that's, you know, the model he's kind of done is, I don't need it to be easy, just possible, Yeah. and, you know, what, what's cool is about his mindset, and again, it goes right back to what happened with, you know, why Ashland's so good is he treated his doctor like his coach. And, and she gave him his practice plan to, you know, beat it, do everything he needed to. And, and you know, and so that was the mindset huh. he had. And that's why he's, you know, beat it so fast. And, um, you know, he, all his um, tests and everything are still 0.00%. He's just been a smoke show with, with yeah. destroying it. And, um, you know, he's still getting chemo and stuff like that. Right. But it's just kind of like the extra fry everything. So it never comes back right. again. And, right. You know, then obviously the whole story of how, you know, they won the nationals indoors and outdoors as a team. Yeah, which is right. crazy. Yeah. And, you know, because, I mean, when I was there, we were second twice, third twice, fourth twice. Like, so I, and I was on some really good teams with, right. um, you know, Drew Wendell was a 145, yeah. 800 guy. And, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Drew. Um, I mean, we had 46 second, 400 guys off the charts and seven, 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 eight hurdlers. Right. And I could go on and on and on. Yeah, and, yeah. and, but, you know, it's just that team just, just put it together and did it. And, like, it was just, I mean, I watched it last year on live stream. And it was just like, like if I felt like I won, and I was yeah. not there or even remotely a part of it, but that's just right. how I think special it was to just all the alumni, you know. Yo, sure. You won't get to watch it this year because you'll be busy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's Hopefully we'll get right? my, own, my own Hallmark in this that's year. Right. You will, absolutely. <laughs> so, so what have you, and, uh, and you know, we could talk about Judd for, yeah, for, for hours, four literally. Hours, and, yeah. and shout out, Judd Logan's going to listen to this. i got to get Judd on the podcast. Heck I want to yeah. hear about that. Not only... You know, he'd be one I could do a three, four hour. Because, you know, growing up, how he got into athletics and then Absolutely. how he got coaching. And, of course, now this latest chapter. Um, I had the good fortune, uh, one of my first hires at Gill Athletics was his son, was Nate. Nate. So, oh, yeah. uh, which awesome. was a blessing, not only because Nate is an awesome guy as well, uh, but that allowed me to get to know Judd yes. uh, through that as well, which, you know. Yeah, I just, it's an incredible family. Yeah, so definitely. Awesome. Awesome. Very blessed and fortunate to. So, what, coming from that type of environment, which is an extreme 
extreme, you know, culture is the hardest thing to build, Absolutely. easiest thing to destroy. Absolutely. And obviously, Ashland has this culture. Uh, for one, definitely throws, but as you mentioned, to Drew and other people, and yep. one of our team pacer athletes, Katie Najat, came from yep. the women's that's, side yep. of Ashland. That's, that's, that's um, <laughs> but there is a tradition, uh, this culture of competing and competing at an extremely high level, yeah. and kids that weren't necessarily at that level coming out of high school. Correct, correct. Um, what have you taken from that to first at Northwood and now at, at Towson? Yeah, you know, I think the biggest thing is just, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm the best coach, I write the best plans, but one thing I think I do really, really well that I got a lot from Judd is I make kids believe that they can do stuff more than they ever thought they could. Okay. And so it's just pushing kids to new limits, you know, not only physically, but just mentally to know that they're confident, that they're ready to go, and that, you know, it doesn't matter what happened yesterday, what's going to happen tomorrow, believe in yourself in the moment and mm -hmm. just move forward. And so... Now, you, you said that very... Easily, that, that statement you made yes. right there. That could be a, a, a Twitter post right there. It seemed like, it seemed like that might have been like a mantra of yours. Did yeah, you get absolutely. that from a Judd or from a book or from a No, coach? yeah, I mean, that's just kind of for sure from Judd and just kind of my own mindset, you know, too. Like, I don't know, like I said, I, you know, I don't, I'm not a cocky person. I don't really want to talk about myself. That's just not who I am. But, you know, I'm very confident in what I do, in my girls, in, you know, my team and in my life. And, you know, and, and if you can be confident and, and you know that you've got a chance every day, crazy things are going to happen. Yeah. So it's a very live in the day, live in the moment. Yeah. And that, you know, my first throw, my first nationals, I had a four foot PR and went from like 14th to 5th, ended up 5th. And, and ever since that moment, like to me, that was just my like, switch the light on, you know what I mean? It was just like, I had no training, had said I was gonna throw far, nothing like that, but right. I just believed in my training and I believed in myself and right. just went out there and let it fly and you know, crazy things happen. And so yeah. that's what I've done coaching is, you know, try to be extremely energetic and um, extremely motivational and right. you know make sure that that no one's going to be as excited as me on the day so mm. and I think you know yeah. and and again you know I don't want to keep harping on Judd because this is about you Zach which I love you know we'll bust your chops here a little bit <laughs> you know you don't like to make it about me but as soon as I put the call out of who wants to be on the podcast Zach was the first one not as yeah. uh, but I do love this I mean this no of course, me, of course you know starting this podcast was about learning about yeah, this absolutely. person and uh and and and, and inside a track and field which yes. you know for a guy like you who's done it for a long time yep. a guy like me who's done it through when you know I was a poor athlete <laughs> uh, but through that and through coaching career sure. now at Gill it's just so fascinating to learn yeah. about how you do what you do and, and, and you and living in the moments of that right there yeah. so and what I meant by not harping on Judd but so how do you what, what do you do with your coaching style that is like oh yeah I 100% do that because Judd taught me that yeah. versus, okay, I, I'm not Judd Logan, right. right? I'm Zach Ball. I have to create my, first of all, what a great name for a thrower, <laughs> a big know, right? thrower. <laughs> uh, but how, in, so how do you add and do the Zach Ball style? For sure. Right? For sure. And that's what, you know, one thing I've tried, like the energy of me, like this year, a lot of my athletes, um, we went to Penn State. Um, we usually go over here, and Ashland came this year. And so a lot of my athletes, I introduced oh, yeah. them to Judd, and they kind of got to see him coach. And they all just looked at me and laughed because they saw the energy and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, what I've tried to do is I've had a, tons of great mentors, a ton of people who've um, 
you know, done a lot for me. Like who know, else besides uh, Jug, obviously? Yeah, of course. A.G. Kruger, obviously, was oh, at Ashland yeah. for forever. And, yeah. um, you know, I'm a lot like him in a, in a lot of different ways with maybe some um, pickiness with how I like things to be and, yeah. um, you know, organization Are you stuff. calling A.G. picky? I just want to make sure uh, that's It's crazy, the right? And, if, and, and anyone that knows will laugh <laughs> because they know that it's so true. It's not even funny. Uh, but, I mean, you know, he's one of my, you know, just huge people that have been hugely um, – you know, made me who I am as a coach yeah. and as a person too. And, sure. um, you know, Kurt Roberts when he was at Ashland. Oh, Ashland, man, another um, great guy. You know, Can't another wait. guy that's just got tons of energy and just attacks every day yeah. hard and, you know, was just a skinny little dude in right. high school from Athens, Ohio, and <laughs> ended up throwing the shot, what, 71, 72 feet. And, amazing. You know, just an amazing person. And, you know, so I think, you know, and I could go on and on and on about plenty of other people. and um, But, you know, people like that have just kind of like, you know, I think they all do a great job of having that, you know, Ashland energy, mm-hmm. but they all, you know, also know where they are and who they are and kind of adjusting. And, you know, I know I'm not at Ashland. And, right. and so, you know, I try to take, you know, what does Towson have? What, what are the people on my team? Who are they? What gets them going? Right. And, and so, you know, taking that and, you know, I have girls that are a little more soft-spoken that, mm-hmm. um, you know, when I get crazy, they just kind of stare at me like I am sure. crazy, which which I am, so it's all good. Right. You know, and I have another girl who's just, just as hype as I am, and so, you know, just kind of balancing all that. And, you know, I think every athlete's different, so you coach them a little bit differently mm-hmm. depending on who they are. And I was just telling somebody this the other day. I don't think, like, if I look back at every year of coaching, I don't think I've done anything the same every year. Because mm-hmm. every year my group changes, my facilities change, right? The weather changes, you know, right. obviously Michigan is not the greatest to throw outside all the yeah. time when I was there. And so, um, you know, I am who I am. I'm pretty passionate. I'm, right. you know, I'll do anything for any of my athletes at any time. And, um, you know, when they're not feeling the greatest that day, I am right there to bump them up and get yeah. ready to go. So I think the, what's important, you said a lot of good things there, Zach. Uh, but we talked about that flexibility of building your own program yep. um, and how things change. And a few coaches nowadays, it's getting, I don't know, I don't want to overstate and say that there's less and less nowadays, but few coaches are like a Judd that have been there for, I mean, how long should have been there now? 20 years? It's got to be pushing it's longer 20. than that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, I want to say like 25 years or something. So, like when, so in that case, like if you had been, when you were being recruited by Ashland, yep. if you were more of a reserved um, introverted type and you went to a practice and saw how they did it you, you would have been rightfully so turned off yeah, like, absolutely. yeah that's not I don't want that that's not how right so what's hard for you at a Townsend in your second year because you're you know you, you're you inherited people from, absolutely uh, from Jeff yep um, and I'm and I know Jeff is, is a different style there yep. are some similarities but there's some differences there yeah, absolutely uh, you're built you're bringing in kids now and they're and so when they're recruiting they're able to see okay this is how I this is who I do and yep. how I am as a coach and they can make the decision then like oh yeah that's the style of coach I look yep, like exactly like. exactly um, but that hard part is is you, you know it's got to be 15 20 <laughs> years in the making yeah you know, exactly yeah. Um, you know I think like like one thing I tell recruits all the time and why I think like all my groups that I've had over the last five years have been really tight and like you know no issues and you know they've been able to push each other is like when I recruit kids, you know, just as much as it's the right fit for me, it's got to be a right fit for them. And so I think that balance is important. You know, if the number one thrower in the country wants to come to Towson, but 
you know, she just is not what we want and is going to come in and ruin the chemistry that we have or whatever, then I'd rather take the kid that throws five, six feet less, who's got the right mindset, who's got everything, you know, that's going to come in, believe immediately, you know, mesh with my girls and, and, you know, probably throwing as far or farther, you know, and and just a few years later. And so... And I'm going to challenge that. I'm so glad you said that and it's on record. It's easy to say that. And I've heard that before. Of course. And, you know, you're 27. So you've got, here's the crazy part. You know, there's a lot of 27 and 30 year olds that think, oh man, I got to have everything, all my stuff together. I'm 30 years old. You're you're pushing that. When in reality, especially with how medicine is getting better and better, you've got. 30, 40, 50, 60 years left of coaching. That's right. right. That's right. So you're going to be, I know a, a guy of your talent and of your passion and desire to be in coaching and to um, improve not only the athletes that, you, that are in your group, but the team of in course. general. You're going to you're gonna be challenged one day. Oh. You're going to be at XYU University. Maybe oh, yeah. it's at Townsend. Maybe it's at Ashland. <laughs> uh, maybe it's somewhere else. Uh, that the number one, you know, top 10 kids going to want to come to your school yep. and they're not going to be a good fit. Right. And you're going to have to tell them no. Yeah, I want to make sure that when that happens, <laughs> we come back to this podcast and say it, how you did that. Of course, yeah. of course. Now that doesn't mean we're not trying to get the number one kid no, in the no, country, of right? You know, absolutely. But you know, I do think that's really important. Is mm-hmm. just the chemistry of what we have, and you know, like I said, I mean, Lauren was a thirty-eight foot shot putter in high school. That's amazing. And, you know, how I many, love stories like that. Yeah, you know, love how many story. how many people recruited her? Yeah. Probably not a ton, and. And, you know, I'm her third coach in five years, and, mm-hmm. you know, everyone, mm. she's come in, gotten better, and, right. and um, you know, I just, uh, we had a young lady this year who was from a Division three uh, junior college, um, Rowan Glaukhauser, and uh, that coach there did an awesome job with her, yeah. and, I mean, she threw 55 meters in the hammer last year, yeah. and um, this year has come in and uh, just got second at ECACs, and, um <laughs> And she threw the weight like 1974, I think, yeah. as a junior. And I think she's hopefully got a pretty, pretty, pretty big hammer thrower this right. year. I'm not, I'm not a distance guy to say stuff, but <laughs> I think it's going to be pretty dang far. Yeah. And, you know, but she's a person who, again, like her talent level is just off the charts. I mean, she is just big, strong, fast, like everything you want mindset is perfect and, and not a lot of people talk to her and hmm. the second I met her I was like this is exactly who I want in my program and she's a stud so uh, yeah. so it was a double you know right. so but you know we the, all the people that you know we've signed already for at least the throws is mm-hmm. you know under that same mindset they came in and yeah. you know enjoyed the team and you know when we do recruiting visits you know by that time they've talked to me plenty right you know so I try to have them be with the team as much as possible mm-hmm. and you know I ask the team at the end of the visit like what did you guys think right. you know do you think this will work do you, do you guys like this person or you know what were they saying and, and I think that's why the culture that you know mm-hmm. I've kind of created it two years of my own and obviously, you know, come off, um, you know, what Jeff's, you know, did a great job of and, um, you know, been able to just take it to a whole other level and, you know, we, we want to be really mean competitors in the ring, but, you know, outside of the ring, we're able to goof around and, yeah. and be like a nice close-knit family, so it's, so it's a great thing. What do you, how, is, how have things changed? It's been 15 years now since I coached. Right. Uh, I always tell people I'm so thankful. You know, <laughs> cell phones were just starting. Uh, uh, social media was really just starting. It, Facebook had just gone to other campuses, so I did not coach mm-hmm. in the, that era. Uh, thank goodness. Uh, <laughs> And today, with the NCAA, with um, 
uh, likeness rights and the transfer portal. Oh, yeah. How, in just the five years you've coached, so think of yourself as when you were an athlete for those four or five for years sure. versus now, how much has that changed? What kind of, um, what, what, what struggles do you deal with with, yeah. with that environment? Yeah, you know, I think, um, you know, every day things change and every year definitely changes. And, you know, I think with cell phones and with, you know, social media, stuff like that, there's a lot more. Um, you know, mental health issues out there, you know, as we all see. And um, so, you know, just understanding that, you know, these girls have a lot of pressure on them, you know, to get good grades, to go to class, to throw really well and, and stuff like that. And so just trying to find, yeah, exactly. You know, have a life outside of track too, which I think is equally as important. And, excuse me. And, um, you know, so I think that's a big one that changes every year. So, you know, for me, I try to, you know, the better I know the girls, the better I can understand who they are, you know, when they're having a bad day. And so, you know, when those situations arise and a girl comes and she looks at me and it's just like, I just, it's not there today. Like, it's, it's just one of those days, you know, we adjust training. We, yeah. we, we make that day a lot less stressful for her and, you know, try to come back the next day and, Absolutely. you know, make it better. And, and I also tell them too, I, I think, practice can be an outlet for life too and an outlet for other things they may have going on and so a lot of them you know take advantage of that and you know really enjoy coming to practice I you know maybe they say otherwise behind my back hopefully not <laughs> not every day but most yeah days, sure. but I, I think they really enjoy yeah. coming to practice and being with everyone and you know because we spend a lot of time together I mean I see them right. more than their families do yeah. and you know they see me more than my family does right. me so right. um, you know definitely you know just constantly changing and communication and mm-hmm. you know just understanding like I said who they are what makes them tick and mm-hmm. you know using that to kind of be great I guess yeah <laughs> you mentioned something that I think is really important is that life outside of track is right. as the track coach and as the track athlete yep. we get very in tune to that 20 hours a week yeah, or whatever is it still 20 hours, 20 hours yeah. a week yep. uh, that maximum of 20 hours plus the travel yep, and then yep, of course yep. there's academics that come into because uh, you, you got to make sure that they're on the right steps for academics and stuff like that. Absolutely. And then they're a person, so they have interest and likes and right. family and That's stuff right. like that. That's right. What do you do off, out, outside the track? So what is Zach Ball, the person, right, like right. to do? Um, you know, some people are going to laugh at this, but I mean, I I love just going home, sitting on the couch, watching mm-hmm. The Office on Netflix. And oh, relaxing man, don't get me way. started on The Office. <laughs> a little known fact, my good friends know this, for eight, and this is no hyperbole, for eight years in a row, I fell asleep to the office every night. That's awesome. Every night. <laughs> I recently just dumped Netflix for Disney Plus because I have two kids. So of course, like, of course, uh, yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, the office, I could probably recite every. So what's uh, crazy is I was extremely late to the office. Yeah, yeah, same. yeah, yeah. Um, Like, I think the first time I watched it was. I actually think it was last year. Oh, yeah, you are late. Holy um, cow. And I just never, like, you know, my friends in college watched it, uh-huh. and my teammates watched it, and I just never, like, for whatever reason, got into it, and then right. I started watching it, and, I mean, it's it's just hilarious. Everything about it is hilarious. Who is the Zach Ball of The Office? Um, are you a Dwight? Are you a... I don't know if I'm a Dwight. Tuna? Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe a Tuna. Okay. I would say maybe a Jim. You know, I got, got the little pranks in me. Uh, okay. You know, family person, but, you know... So I, I would say maybe that. Yeah. Definitely not a Dwight. Definitely not a Toby. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course, of course, of course. So, so I like doing that. And, yeah. Um, you know, I like playing golf. That, that's always a nice outlet. I haven't done it in a little while, but, you know, I always enjoy that. And Is that something 
just was in high school or just picked it up in college and after? Um, I did a lot um, in high school and yeah. um, we used to play with friends a lot and in college played a lot. Um, you know, with my teammates, I played with Judd. AG is a really good golfer. Is that right? And, and I could see hammer throwers being good golfers because of the access. Oh yeah, uh, access. I guess uh, in the angles. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, and I think staying I, relaxed. It's exa- I always compare it a lot to throwing because it's like huh. your best golf shots feel easy and like you didn't do anything right. and the technique and. That's why I'm a terrible golfer. No yeah. golf shot feels easy. Well, I me. wish my golfing yeah. was as good as my hammer throwing. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe one yeah. day. <laughs> So yeah, I like doing that. Um, you know, we have two animals. So uh, what, what do you got? I have a, we have a black cat, and he's just kind of does his thing. But then we have a ten month old bulldog, oh, and she's wow. she's a little a little nut. So yeah, what are their names? Uh, Maisie and Rennie. So what, shout what, out to them. Maisie <laughs> the cat. The dog. The dog. The dog okay. is Maisie, and the cat yeah. is Rennie. So yeah, they're. The, the bulldog is quite the handful. Oh, a puppy, any puppy, but then a bulldog. Puppy yeah, so but my uh, my athletes love her, so they yeah. they love taking her on walks and stuff and helping me with her when I travel because obviously I'm going a lot. Right. What what kind of bulldog? English. English bulldog. Yeah, yeah. she's she's an English bulldog. She's black and white and just got all the all the wrinkles, all the oh, I love it. The underbite and all that stuff. So that's fun. So. My favorite dogs are the <laughs> bulldogs, the pug, anything with that face. Yeah. When I was at Mississippi State. Uh, relatively soon when I got there, I got to meet Bully, mm-hmm. the bulldog. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I was coming back when I used to eat McDonald's. I was coming back to McDonald's. <laughs> I had a bag of, you know, a, probably a quarter pounder and fries, and Bully's there, and we're petting him with the, with the, uh, yeah. the caretaker. And I reached in. I was like, oh, can I give it a fry? Oh, you would have thought I, like, cursed at the dog. I was like, that dog does not. It's on a high-protein diet. I'm like, oh, that dog eats better than I do. Yeah, you ain't lying. <laughs> No, they're they're crazy. Like yeah. and their their personalities are pretty cool. So I, yeah, you know, she's oh, they're so loyal and, and uh, kind of clumsy. I think maybe that's why I like because they're clumsy oh, they, and they're the dorky. Throw yeah. coach's dog because they they have energy for short bursts of time. They sleep a lot, eat a lot. Right. It's, it's just it. it's a throw coach in, in a nutshell. <laughs> so exactly. So yeah. So you know. So yeah. Enjoying that. Obviously, enjoying family and. Um, one day I'll say travel, but you know, traveling with track is is uh, is what we do. So, so you talk about traveling and yep. uh, and things like that. And, and something that you mentioned, I, I caught it uh, when you talked about the dog and the cat. Is you said we? Yep. Uh, who, who is we? Yeah. So I'm uh, I'm engaged. So we got oh. engaged in August. So that's um, oh, so that's recent. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. So I appreciate it. So it's about nine months ago, and oh. getting married in. September 2021, so... Yeah, yeah, we did the same thing long, you know, yeah, about so a year and a half-ish. Yeah, just, you know, obviously taking the time to In plan. September, so not during track season. Yes, so... She, she right, is right she in track training person? Uh, yeah, kind of, um, you know, she played basketball and stuff too, and, yeah. and so, um, you know, definitely fortunate for that and to have, yeah. you know, it's always, she's great to come home to. And how is she dealing with the co- track coach lifestyle? You know, you're on the road every week. Yeah, of course. She, she handles it well, you know, I think. Well, there's a little hesitancy there. <laughs> yeah, you know, obviously it's hard for anyone, you know, but I think, you know, she's very great understanding point. and very, you know, allows me to, you know, follow my dreams mm-hmm. and, and do it. And, you know, she loves the success and is, you know, super supportive of all of us. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's, it's great great sports system at home. And, yeah. Is she a Townsend person? Like, did you meet her in the No, uh, we met up in uh, Michigan. Oh, yeah. very cool. So, so that was fun. Awesome. And, so, yeah. And that is, you know, you hit the nail on the head when you talked about, you know, your spouse, whether yep. you're a male or female coach, your spouse, it has to be someone's a special person yes. to deal with. Very understanding. Time. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm amazed. I look at, 
uh, some of these coaches, you know, the, the older guys and gals that have been married for 20, 30, 40. And I, I look at the spouse and I'm like, God bless you. <laughs> like, I know where that person has been through That's, their career. I know, I know. And you've it's, been there yeah, the through time. thick and thin, man. Yeah, Holy so cow. definitely thankful for that. And, you know, thanks awesome. for the, you know, so forward. huge year. You get engaged. Your team wins the ECAC, first indoor athlete. Yeah. What's next? Holy crap. (laughs) Hopefully an (laughs) All-American. That's right. Exactly. That's right. we got business to do here. Yeah. yeah, That's right. Like, we won ECACs, and everyone's like, wow, what an incredible indoor season. I'm like, we're not done yet. Yeah. I said, we got one more more box to check this week. So, you know, I'm pretty excited for her. You know, she's... Training's been off the walls, and um, she, you know cool. she's confident. I'm confident, and like I said, four weeks ago is where her PR was here, and we were in the same hotel, and you know, I mean, when, like I said, we flew into the exact same yeah, gate that we did last time, amazing. so there's just a lot of little omens that are telling me that right. you know it's 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 time. So, right. so yeah, we'll see what's next. <laughs> and so you talked about traveling, and obviously for track, travel a lot of different places. Yep. Uh, you think you said you head to Texas next week? Yep for an outdoor opener. That's right. Uh, where have you personally tried, and it could be through a tractor, but where have you traveled that you're like, man, this was a cool place? So it was track as last year. So um, my second best shot putter, uh, Michaela, um, she competed for Italy last year at the European Under-23 Championships, which oh. was in Sweden. And you got to go. And I got to go. Oh, how cool so was that? that was uh, my first time out of the country. And yeah. um, so to go over there with her and, um, you know, she made the final and, um, to compete and just watch, I mean, the best of the best and, you know, with these coaches and with these athletes and, you know, just all these different languages yeah. and just being somewhere totally different and driving the smallest car I probably will ever drive again <laughs> in my life. <laughs> you know, so little stuff. So it was an incredible experience. I was over there um, for a week with her. Wow. And um, did you drive on the wrong side of the road? Nope. Sweden's oh, okay. not the so same as that. us. Okay, so I was, I was a little worried about that. So. <laughs> right. um, you know. But, yeah, it was, cool. it was an incredible experience, and yeah. Sweden has great coffee, so if anyone likes you coffee. You big coffee guy? I'm, I'm, I like a cup or two or I mean, four. you came in with the Starbucks. Yeah, you know, I you got You said a couple, three, four? Yeah. <laughs> and my girls always, they're like, how many have you had today? I'm like, just, I'm good to go. Let's roll. Now, so. are you a coffee guy, yep. or are you a coffee snob? No, do I... Do you just order coffee, or do you order the cocoa, minto, latte, no, frappuccino? No, no. Just plain black. That's okay. It. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, sugar yep. just, so I when I first started going to Starbucks you know I was like can I just have a medium black and right. that's not how you how you say it at Starbucks yeah. so now I got the lingo down so yeah I do I still go with medium yeah <laughs> you can translate whatever you want Grand, Grand, yeah. 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 and do you get coffee or do you get like so I, I just switched a few years ago to Americano okay okay have you had Americano I, I actually had one in Sweden yeah I, yeah I think I had like a cappuccino too I tried some different stuff because right. everyone told me that the coffee there is just off the charts and it was huh yeah it was it was different like hmm. I was wired for some with like one cup <laughs> and then I and like like I can you know caffeine for a throw coach is like nothing right, right I don't know what it's they oxygen. do over there but it's yeah it is oxygen <laughs> but it's it's a lot of fun you know so that was a great experience yeah. so yeah but I'm just just plain black you know I Starbucks is I guess the preference and um, but you know Duncan's fine yeah and, Duncan's good I, I tell you yeah. McDonald's has really good yeah. regular coffee yeah you yeah. know so any just you know like a cup or two or something you know like I said maybe meet day four or five you know whatever whatever uh, so you got the coffee maker in the hotel room oh yeah stopped and ready yeah, to go. I had one this morning and then went down to <laughs> breakfast and had a couple more and you know then got a Starbucks too so nice. I guess I'm like three Holy or four today so cow. So, but, you know, we got it late, so I got to make sure that the... We've got to get, like, um, 
Swedish coffee and sent it to Judd and his group and just, oh, yeah. so <laughs> I don't know if that would be, that'd be like a what nuclear. What in there, yeah, so, so yeah, no, I'm going to the coffee. Where, where do you want to go? Where's a place that you're like, you know, I've never been there, but I'd love to go. Um, you know, I, we're hoping, uh, my fiance's grandparents live in California, mm. so I've never met them. They're 90 mm-hmm. and like 91 years old. Wow. So hopefully go there. Um, what, I, what part? Uh, they're near LA. I could mm. not tell you the okay. city, but they're, yeah, a, um, they've been there forever. They actually came over from Korea or Japan or China. One of those. I probably really? messed it up um, like 60, 70 years ago. And, and so, but they've lived in LA for forever wow. now. So First of all, make sure you know that before you visit. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> second of all, that's super interesting. Yeah, 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 very cool. So hopefully go meet them in California this summer. And, yeah. Um, country-wise, um, so Michaela um, is still going to throw for Italy, obviously moving forward. And, right. um, so, you know, we'll see what happens with all this crazy health stuff right sure. now. But um, your uh, Euros is uh, like senior Euros chance, right? is in uh, Paris this year. So oh. hopefully we'll get her to go, and yeah. so I'll go to Paris with her. And so that'll be a great trip. Um, and does she have a shot at the Olympics? I, you know, we'll see. Yeah, just, you know, yeah. There's just throwers at Italy. Um, you know, in Italy, she was the second best one last year. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, it's all about hitting the magic distance. So, you know, we, we have a little bit of ways to go to do that. But I think mm-hmm. she's definitely got the talent to do that. It's right. just what happens this year. Yeah. And I guess what I have her do. So, Well, to be in that position, first of all, yeah. special. I mean, yeah, how many people, I mean, it's a great athletes never even get to that yeah. type of aspiration. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Wow. So, it's pretty cool. So. Be around with her, and um, I have another young lady coming in next year that'll be a freshman, um, and uh, her mom's from Barbados, so she's going to compete for Barbados, wow. so we'll get to do some cool stuff with her, and yeah. um, I would like to go to Australia one day, I think that would be I think everybody cool. wants to go. Yeah, yeah, who doesn't, right? Yeah. So, but yeah, you know... I've never traveled a ton, mm-hmm. you know, but... Kind of know. stayed in the mid- Midwest. Yeah, Midwest. Midwesterns tend to do that, I think. That's yeah, a we, huge we generalization. That mid- Midwestern hospitality. Right. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. so, so yeah, sure. so hopefully more traveling in the future. And you'll get uh, Kentucky for regionals. Yep. And then Austin again for nationals. Yeah, hopefully Austin. Yeah. And um, we'll be, in, like I said, Texas next week. We'll be down mm-hmm. in Florida for Florida Relays. Right. Yep, great. So, um, yeah. You know, go to... Philadelphia is pretty close, but we'll be in Penn Relays. And yeah. So a lot of a lot of cool places. Yeah. So we'll see what the year brings. Yeah, so. I hope you know you mentioned you know the health thing and it's coronavirus. And yeah, whatnot. of course, of course. Uh, yeah, I hope that you know they're they're canceling stuff left and right. Yes, it's, it's yes. amazing. It's crazy. Uh, and I'm glad you know obviously the NCAA we're continuing on here with indoors. Yes, and, yes. Uh, but the Texas Relays came out and said, yeah, we're still good to go for now. Yep. Uh, Penn Relays, the Jamaican Federation, said they're not sending any of their wow. high schools. Yeah. And that's a huge, huge tradition. Yeah, they're, they're a huge part of that. Yeah. yeah that's crazy. I didn't hear that. Yeah, yeah so. it just came out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the things that I have to monitor because of sales and of stuff course, like that. Of course, of course, of uh, course. But yeah, it's amazing <laughs> how it affects people and then what you are you seeing it at Towson at all like some schools are going um, to online only for the next couple of yeah weeks? I mean I'm sure we'll probably go to that too it's just a precautionary type mm-hmm. of thing you know so but we'll see what happens I mean you know we were Lauren and I were talking about it a little yesterday and, and we're just like you know what our goal right now is just get out there Friday you know American mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know take everything else day by day and you mm-hmm. know kind of go from there so right. it's not something I'm gonna lose sleep over right now yeah. and you know, I think gonna, that's the right attitude. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm gonna focus on what's in front of me and right. what I got going on now, and, and and what you can control. Exactly. That's 
probably the key phrase right there. Yeah. You right. know, so we'll see what happens and That's whatever awesome. challenges come, we'll take care of them as, as they come. So Well, in, in the podcast world, you record on one day and you don't necessarily know when it's actually going to publish. Right, right, I right. I think this will publish on Saturday. I think so when people are, are going to listen to this, have the first opportunity to listen will be Saturday. Okay. And since the main audience is track, I'm assuming no one's going to listen to it on Saturday because <laughs> that's the finals for everybody. Yeah, of course. Three. We got, come we got Sunday, cruise so. everywhere. Yeah, it'd be great on the plane there Sunday. Go. That's there exactly go. right. Uh, so it'll be fun uh, to put in the notes how she does. Yeah, and, absolutely. Is competition Friday or Saturday? Friday, yep. She competes Friday yeah. at uh, 5 p.m. So. I, I think I'll put in the notes about how you know hey you know we talked about this before and then yep. here's what happened here's what i happened. think something special is going on i hope so i hope so like I said, i've got a pretty good feeling awesome. and she's got a good feeling and you know the support of towson's been incredible yeah. with just our teammates and administrators and um, you know the president's been shouting her out on social media stuff like that That's so, so it's cool a lot of, a lot of backing and like i said she actually works in the athletic department and does game day yeah, stuff so yeah. so she's a pretty popular person around and yeah. so we're pretty excited and you know Hopefully we'll be getting an extra carry on coming. That's right. Exactly. That's yeah. right. Well, she sounds special, and yeah, you know, special athletes have special coaches and support staff, uh, administration behind them. And Zach, uh, it's been so awesome. I know yeah, you gotta get, we got to get ready. You got to go practice. Yeah, we're gonna. You got a job to do. That's I'm right. I know. I got. I got to actually work now, that's so right, I can't just sleep right. and eat. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, you get too much caffeine in you. I don't yeah, know. How you sleep. Yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, so you got practice. Uh, today, yep. today's Wednesday, right? So Thursday, another practice session, Tomorrow, yep. and then compete on on Friday. So yeah, we're gonna go kind of just shake out today and just get in the environment and just kind of take everything in and get mm-hmm. comfortable. And do you have any superstitions? Uh, for me, I really don't. Um, I guess when I was an athlete, I did. You know, with the same socks and what I ate and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, as a coach, you know, it's just I guess you know maybe time to get there mm-hmm. and just kind of you know, what she likes to do moving forward. But like I said, she's very simple and she doesn't let changes, you know, deter her of what she wants to do. So, wow. you know, that's a huge asset for her. Yeah. Man. It's, it's great for a coach too. It's very, uh, very <laughs> calming. Yeah. You know, so, but yeah, we're going to get there today, just get her comfortable in the environment, go over, you know, just how everything's going to be and then um, shake out. And then tomorrow I uh, have a little pre-meet throw session, get a cue or two that's working for us and let her rip on Friday. So, yeah. That's it, man. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I appreciate so it. So excited for you. Absolutely. Uh, I love the pedigree that you come from. Absolutely. Uh, more important, I'm excited to see the pedigree that you leave Absolutely. for other athletes and other coaches. For sure, for sure. Uh, you know, I, I have no doubt that one day, 20 years from now, we're going to be talking about the Zach Ball as we talked about the <laughs> Judd Logan. Yeah, so, hopefully, hopefully. Like I yeah. said, you know, I've been fortunate to have great mentors, great family, great, you know, people behind me supporting me. And so, you know, I'm going to give what I can to the, to the sport and to my athletes and see how far we, we can go. So. Awesome, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, man. no, appreciate it, man. Awesome, awesome. Absolutely. It's, it's been such awesome. a blast. Absolutely. Now, go out and do your job. That's right. That's <laughs> and right. get another coffee. That's right. Go, go Tigers. <laughs> that's it, baby. <laughs> well, Zach, thank you so much. Uh, again, just so incredibly humbled you would spend some time with me. Um, 
you know, again, completely gutted for Zach's athletes and uh, all the athletes and coaches around the world. You know, we work extremely hard on a daily basis to empower coaches with innovative equipment. And, uh, you know, you know, that doesn't matter if you don't get to perform and practice. So uh, just completely gutted. Uh, we are looking forward to the future. Uh, we move on just like coaches do. You uh, continue to prepare for what is next. So you can only control what you can control. And so uh, let's all work together and go make the best experience for for all of our athletes and programs in 2021. Hey, if you've made it this far, man, really appreciate you joining us today on today's podcast. Hope you enjoyed connecting with Zach as much as I did. He's a great young coach. We were sure to hear more from him uh, as his career uh, continues to elevate. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on your podcast player of choice, whether that's iTunes, uh, I personally use Overcast, uh, whatever, app you may use for that, but make sure you're subscribing because this won't be a regular every Monday, every week or something like that. Uh, As I get guests and we record, I will publish them. Uh, Speaking of that, if you would like to be a guest on the show, uh, we can do this by phone. I do prefer in person because I just think there's more magic that way. Uh, But if we can't do it in person, we can certainly do it over the phone on the app that I use to create these podcasts, the Anchor app. Uh, But if you want to be on the show or you know someone that should be on the show, contact me at H-U-R-D-L-E at gillathletics.com. That's right, hurdle at gillathletics.com. In the meantime, hope you feel led to share this podcast on your social media network of choice so others can enjoy this podcast episode and the others that we have. Make sure you go back and check out the backlog and again, subscribe so you can see the, the future log. Join us next time when we once again connect you with another great track and field coach. Bye.